Middle Church is a movement of love and justice. And today we celebrate with these new members that Middle is their church. They stand before you and before God to say they are partners in this ministry. Friends, just as you are, as you come through the door, we welcome you. Membership means signing on for the vision of God's reign. Membership means participating in the life of the congregation. It means proclaiming that you belong to God and that you will use your gifts generously for God's work. Membership means claiming God's claim on you. Today, we welcome to Middle Church these children of God. Let us pray. God of grace and God of mercy, thank you for the gifts of these new members. Thank you for who we will be together because these new faces are among us now. Make us more like you and all we say and do. Help us to be your hands and feet in this world and in this movement of love and justice. We pray in your holy name. Amen.
it's time for the message for all ages. I would like to invite our young and young at heart to scooch a little closer to the screen because this message is for you. Two Sundays ago, I ended a message for all ages asking my friends an important question. I asked my friends how they might embody hope in the world, how they could help others realize that good things come with God. I was lucky enough to chat with some of my young friends at the end of last week's Sunday enrichment class. Let's see how they answered. Help mommy. Help mom, help grownups and the people we love. That's a great answer. Find friends who um, are allowed to uh, have in-person play dates or even um, have an on-Zoom play date. Great, so finding ways to connect even during these times when things might feel a little hard. To help mommy and daddy know where to go in the coronavirus. Very good, to help mommy and daddy understand what's going on with this coronavirus. Like this one time you're gonna get a smoothie for Dominic. I said, Mama, the smoothie place is over there. Okay, so working together to make good things happen. That is great, friends. Wow. I want to give a shout out to Carlo and Claire and Skye and Zane and Levi and Teddy and Amelia and Vivian and Coraline for helping me answer such an important question. Our young ones will truly lead us to the glory of God. Will you pray with me? Dear God, thank you for the blessing that are the young folks here at Middle. Help us follow their guidance to love ourselves, to love others, to give hope, and to be hope. Amen. We are marching in the light of God. 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 We are marching. We are marching. We are marching in the light of God. Amanda, and I'm here to tell you a couple of things about the life of our church and something we call middle in two minutes. First of all, as you know, we are in the middle of election season. On our website, you can find 12 ways to love on the way to the election. We have trainings and prayer vigils happening today, tomorrow night, and the day before the election. Be sure to check out all 12 ways. Secondly, I wanna let you know that this Tuesday night from six to 7 p.m., we are having a good old fashioned middle mixer game night. Details for that are on the website. And finally, this Thursday at seven o'clock, we will be having an artist salon, Hope Lives In You. We know that these are heavy times and Thursday will be a beautiful evening where this community comes together. Email John Del Cueto for more information on the Artist Salon. And finally, just a few reminders about worshiping together in this space. 
There are digital ushers and deacons and staff available on all the platforms, YouTube, Livestream, and Facebook to answer your questions and to put important links. If you'd like to see the lyrics for any hymn that we are singing, open up the bulletin when it gets posted in the chat or turn on closed captioning if you have that available on the device where you're watching. We're so glad that you're worshiping with us and we want to make this the most wonderful time together as it can possibly be. And let's move now into a time of prayer. Holy God, Holy One, we know that moments where we slow down, moments where we stop and pray, moments where we stop and reflect are contrary to the grind capitalistic culture that we've created. So we come to you knowing that our worship, that our solitude, that our meditation is resistance to the culture that swarms all around us. So may this resistance lift us up this morning. May this time to connect with the holy, with the divine, with that which is outside of us, renew us. We come to this moment knowing that not all is well right now, but we also come knowing that all will be well in God's time. What is something that you are fearful about right now, family? Type it in the chat. Let us know so that we can collectively hold one another. In this community, we are fearful about economic distress, about looking for work. We're fearful about our babies when they cough. We're fearful when we send our loved ones to work, not knowing what they will encounter when they are there, worrying about diseases and germs like we never have before. We're worried about what the holidays will bring on this year, knowing how much grief we're holding inside of us. We're worried because we're not gonna be with the same people this year who we've always been with because either they're no longer here or because the risk to gather is still too high. We're worried, God, about what will happen in the next week in our country. We're worried about what that will tell us about who we are and whose we are. We're worried about unrest and violence and chaos and the feeling that we don't matter. And God, yet in your word, we know that we matter. In your community, we can find strength. In your promises, we can cling fast to that which we know is your will, no matter what happens in the next week. Let us be a community that holds one another, God. And let's do that together now by praying the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Pray it in whatever way you would like to. Ever loving and holy God, how will it be your name? Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts 
as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This is Nathan from the care team, and I'm wishing you peace and joy during these time of COVIDs. And I hope to stay in contact with you and please stay in contact with us. Peace. Hi, everybody. I hope you know that this group and others come together every single week and pray for you. We ask who's missing, who we have not seen, and we talk about what's going on in the life of our congregation. So please carry that with you this week and carry the peace that comes from this space into your screen to you from us. Peace be with you. I'm Ben, I'm one of the members of your care team. And I hope that you're finding ways to be gentle with yourself right now, tending to what you're carrying in your body so that you can be present for other people and know that we are always present here for you. Peace be with you, middle family. Um, we are holding you and just remember that you are the sky and everything else is just weather. Peace be with you, Middle. We love you. We are so honored to come together every week to pray for you, lifting you up, and I can't wait until I can hug you in person again. Sending love and peace. Peace be with you, Middle family. We are praying for you and holding you in our hearts during these times of uncertainty, and we can't wait to be able to see you again in person, but until then, know that we are holding you in our hearts. Hi, Middle family. This crew, this care team, and our whole staff, all of us, whether we're taking care of the front door or making worship happen, we are your people, and you are our people, and we are sending you peace that surpasses understanding today. Whatever you're going through, God is peace. Blackbirds singing in the dead of broken wings and learn to fly dead of night 
Blink your eyes and learn to see. Today's reading comes from Leviticus 19, 1-2, 15-18. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all of the congregation of the people of Israel, and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. You shall not render an unjust judgment. You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great. With justice you shall judge your neighbor. You shall not go around as a slanderer among your people, and you shall not profit from by the blood of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You shall not hate in your heart any one of your kin. You shall reprove your neighbor, or you shall incur guilt yourself. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against any of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. A few weeks ago when I preached, I got to preach the Deuteronomy version of the Ten Commandments. And here we are with the Leviticus text. Uh, Deuteronomy means the second law, Leviticus is the first law. And this text once again brings us to the question, if we're gonna love our neighbors as ourselves. Who's our neighbor? Who's our neighbor? 
Dominic read to us so beautifully that this text says, you shall be holy. And what does holiness look like? Holiness means you will not take vengeance on your neighbor or bear a grudge against any of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. The word neighbor comes from the old English that means the farmer closest by. Isn't that interesting? The farmer closest by. You shall love the one who lives closest to you as you love yourself. In the Greek, the word as that sits between love neighbor and love self is the word os. And os is an equal sign. You shall love your neighbor exactly as you love yourself in exactly the same way as you love yourself. But guess what? Maybe that's part of what's happening. Maybe we've got a whole bunch of folks running around who don't love themselves at all and therefore can't really love their neighbor. Now, I don't know about you, but I fall in and out of love with myself at least twice a day, at least twice a day. I'm feeling great. I nailed some kind of public speaking thing and woohoo. And then I get in another situation and I think, gosh, how did I miss that? That was so stupid of me. I feel like a failure, I feel weird, and then my self-love is shaky. And I'm a confident person, but the world, the world can make our false, our, our self-love shaky, right? The national narrative, COVID has us bound up in our house. Um, most of us don't imagine that our lives fully matter to this administration or to the policymakers. Uh, white is right, capitalism runs amok, Unless you're a billionaire, you're not economically secure. This is a shaky container, if I can use that word, a shaky space for self-love to develop. And for many of us, for many of us, it's just difficult. We're kind of embarrassed at how hard it is, right? There's so many messages coming into our heads, into our hearts. Um, your blackness isn't good. Your queerness isn't good. You are too heavy for that part that you've gone out for. You're too uh, uh, broke to save up for the house that you want. You're too uh, insecure to get the partner that you want. All of these messages can shut us down and make us feel broken and scared as opposed to confident and lovable. And that's just the on the surface stuff. The deeper stuff, the way this nation is built on a fault line called race, the way the colonizers came and took this land from the indigenous people when it was called Turtle Island, the way the African people were kidnapped and bodies used to build this land on their backs, the way immigrants struggled to pass for white, all of that stuff is in the individual stories that make us who we are. So we've got the day-to-day malaise. We've got the personal narratives that sometimes make us feel insecure. And then this broader story of American history, our story. Frankly, it's not the stuff of love. It is you're built on hatred, you're built on oppression. How do we become people who love ourselves fully? It's a challenge. And so just like the story of our nation shapes us, these individual stories in our lives shape us, and we find ourselves looking in the mirror saying, who am I and do I matter and do I count? 
And when we feel that way, at least it's true for me, when my self-love meter is low, I feel cranky, I feel brittle, I feel strange to myself, I feel insecure, and that doesn't make me a good neighbor at all. How about you? What happens when your self-love meter is on low? Are you cross? <laughs> Do you feel insignificant? Do you feel a little depressed? I think that our nation, I think our nation is a little depressed right now. And the anxiety of the election, the what is tomorrow going to bring, the, the can my vote countness of it all, we're already beginning to mourn the possibility that our outcome of a new administration might not happen. And when we feel this way, we can turn inside ourselves and withdraw from the people around us. And let's be honest, Zoom is on our last nerves. Who, where are our touch points? Too many of us are isolated. Too many of us don't have the face-to-face, touch-to-touch connections that make us feel whole and well and, and whole and like we can make it. So we need to find a way to get connected again to the source of the self-love. And the source of the self-love is the Holy One, God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Mary, Leah. Our creator is the source and the strength of our lives. And we can feel detached from the Holy One because we know that the Holy One best shows up for us in the bodies, the hands, and the feet of the people around us. You hear what I'm saying? God can feel like a, like a concept and not very real when we're all stuck alone and by ourselves. Each of us needs to be reminded of the existence that God is because of the relationships that we have. Each of us needs a mirror, if you will, a touchstone to remind us of who we are and whose we are. When I say that right now, I'm thinking about my grandchildren, Octavius and Ophelia. Octavius is eight months old now and Ophelia is two and a half months. And each of them looks around their life for the mirror that is their parents or their grandparents. Octavius is chewing on his toes. He looks up to find Gabby. Is Gabby, does mommy see me? And mommy seeing me helps me to become who I am. Ophelia is playing hide and seek. She loves to be discovered because mommy or daddy are seeing her. The Zulu people in the spirit of Ubuntu say, when we see each other, that's when we exist. The communities in which we find ourselves, as parents, as children, as grandparents, as artists, as activists, when we are seen and known and loved, we actually become real. The Zulu people say, Salbona, which means I see you. And the response is two. One is Sinkona, which means I exist. The other response is Yabo, Yabo Salbona, I see you seeing me. And when the Zulu people are saying, I see you, they don't just mean Jackie as an individual sees you. It's Jackie 
and her ancestors. It's my mama and my big mama and my mud deer and my mama Gert and my great uncle George. It's all of my ancestors see you as I see you. And in the same way, when you see me, all of your posse sees me. So it's a great big village seeing, acknowledging, holding, accepting, receiving each other. And this is the anchor that reminds us, that reminds us that we are human, that we are people through other people. This is what Ubuntu means. A person is a person through other people. How do we get to be a people who can be holy because we love our neighbors as ourselves? We have to be a people who love ourselves. We have to be a people who can be in relationship with others, with mirrors, who can say back to us, yeah, you really screwed that up, but tomorrow's a new day and I see you and I love you. Or I felt you really struggling there and I'm gonna reach out my hand and hold you and lift you up because you belong to me and I belong to you. Our community, our loving laboratory, our community of multi all the things can be a mirror for each other. So when we see each other in a Zoom room or an artist salon or in a classroom or in chat and chew or we're making conversations in the worship space, we're saying to each other, I see you and I got you and you're real to me. And together we can make it through these dark and dreary times. The project of self-love is not an easy one. One day we can feel shiny and confident and fantastic. And the next day, a cloud can travel across our face, a disappointment in our life, and the love that we, that we need in order to love the other can feel like a tentative and tenuous thing. There's a reason that all of the world's religions have something like the golden rule, love your neighbor as yourself, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. It is because it is the foundation of human life to be in relationship with each other, to love on each other. And when the Hebrew text tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves, the foundation of that, the first question is who is your neighbor? And I'm here to tell you today, middle family, the reason we're gonna go to the polls and vote, the reason that we do the activism that we do, the reason that we try to create the community that we try to create is because you are your first neighbor. You are your first beloved. You are the one that deserves a second chance, a fresh start, forgiveness and grace, love and compassion. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, I see you. I see you praying, I see you crying. I see you mourning, I see you laughing. I see you going to sleep tired and waking up struggling, but waking up nonetheless. I see you losing loved ones and 
showing up to care for their families. I see you showing up to care for one another. I see your generosity. I see you link up to take care of each other. I see you caring for aging parents. I see you making tough decisions about end of life. I see you nurturing the older people in our community. I see you, badass, amazing, wonderful you. And I wanna invite you to take your smartphone or take your mirror and flip it around and take a look and say, I see you to yourself and I love you to yourself and I honor you to yourself because you, you are the beginning of the love revolution. All of it rests, all of it rests on our ability to love ourselves so we can love our neighbor. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the beauty wood. Will you be mine? Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Thank you so much, Jackie. Hello, middle family. Hello, middle neighbors. I'm so grateful to be here asking you to join this movement. I want to thank. I've been a member of middle for over 15 years. And in the time that I've been a member of middle, I have been completely transformed by middle. And by middle, I don't just mean the incredible pastors and the sermons and the beautiful music you just heard, but I mean all of you. Every single person has changed who I am. You have taught me how to be a better person, how to have hard conversations and to be in relationship with one another as neighbors in this world and in this movement rooted in love. Did you know that since COVID started, Middle has gotten over 200 new members? That's 200 new neighbors, all signing up to be a part of this movement. We are a beacon of light in a dark time. We are saying to the world, we may not all agree, but we are all loved. Let's be in a conversation about how we can move together. Being a part of Middle means being part of the work of love in the life of social justice and in the spirit of reconciliation. So how can you join this movement? It's so easy and I can't wait for you to join. <laughs> One, you can become a member. You can do that very easily on the Middle website. You can also donate, go to middlechurch.org backslash donate or on our Facebook page, click the donate button. You can make a gift via text message, or you can send your gift through Venmo at Middle Collegiate Church. All of this and more. Also, make sure you get out there and vote. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to be loved by you and to love you. Thank you, neighbor. We Thank you.
we are indeed here, here for all of us. Now let us pray. Most Holy God, we thank you for reminding us today that we are here, here for everyone. And we thank you for the gifts that are given so that we know that your ministry will go forth in the earth. Thank you for every gift. Thank you for every life. Thank you for allowing us to be here. Amen. You don't know me, but I'm your neighbor. I was raised here in this living hell. You don't know my kind in your world. But at least all the time will to the streets. I love me some Doobie Brothers in church. Here's what we have to take to the streets, our friends. We have to take a well-loved person to the streets, a person loved so well that we can love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Now, love is not easy. Love is not quick. Love is a verb, and love can be a struggle. But this is our struggle, to love together, to help each other love ourselves fully. I see you. This week's project, look in the mirror, look in your phone, see yourself as beloved. And may God bless and keep you and make her face to shine upon you. And may God be gracious unto you, middle family, and give you peace. Amen. <laughs>